is Carla West, and today I want to talk to you a little bit about something called HR 620. But before I dive into that, I want to talk a little bit about how COVID-19 has affected Chicago. So since it has been labeled a pandemic, people have been urged to stay inside, but they weren't really taking that seriously. So our mayor, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, and our governor, Governor J.B. Pritzker, instituted the stay-at-home order, which closed all non-essential businesses and locations. When my parents heard the news, my dad said, folks never do things until it's a law or until they're basically forced. This led me to think of my social justice issue as disability is. The journal Psychothema defines a disability as a significant functional limitation that reflects an inability or constraint in both personal functioning and the performance of socially accepted roles and tasks. I am against HR 620 because it does not support the definition of social justice that I have come to understand. It does this by undermining the foundational equality law regarding people with disabilities. In this podcast, I'll share with you the story of a woman who experiences exclusion due to her disability. Then I'll introduce HR 620, otherwise known as the ADA Education and Reform Act of 2017, Then I'll compare and contrast it with the ADA, and then I'll describe the repercussions HR 620 could possibly have on people with disabilities. So even though the ADA was passed 20 years ago, people with disabilities are still often not treated the same. In her article for the New York Times, Karen Gestapin expresses how she, who is a wheelchair user, feels as though we have much farther to go regarding disability equality. She says that within the last year, she's checked into several recently renovated hotel rooms that were described as accessible online, only to find that the rooms were not entirely wheelchair accessible and sometimes even unsafe. She also says that the ADA made it a civil rights violation for taxi drivers to refuse service to people with disabilities, but within the last month, she had three drivers do that to her. Now that you've heard how often the ADA is disregarded, let me introduce this bill that would take this a step further in the wrong direction. H.R. 620, or otherwise known as the ADA Education and Reform Act of 2017, is a bill that was introduced by Representative Ted Poe of Texas's 2nd Congressional District. The bill states that the disabled person whose rights were violated must provide the owners or operators of the business with a written notice that specifically details what the barrier is that they are facing. They then must wait to see if the owners or operators fix or remove the barrier, and then the owner must provide a written notice stating that the barrier was removed or fixed. If the barrier is is not removed or fixed, the person who filed the complaint must write another detailed notice to specify what wasn't fixed. Now, compare this to the ADA. It's extremely different. According to the U.S. Department of Labor, The ADA requires that the Access Board issues guidelines to ensure that buildings, facilities, and transit vehicles are accessible to people with disabilities. These two laws are extremely different in that the ADA requires that institutions have the responsibility to make everything accessible. H.R. 620 switches the responsibility from the institutions to the person, almost making it legal to disregard the Americans with Disabilities Act and the need for accessibility. So realistically, what will HR 620 do? 
In their article from ACLU.org, Tyler Ray and Vanya Lagiel state that because it can take up to six months to see if the business will make substantial progress towards accessibility, business owners can spend years out of compliance and face no penalty, even after they receive notice, as long as the owners claim substantial progress. To answer the question I just proposed, H.R. 620 will delay accessibility to people with disabilities. If this lack of accommodation continues, it could have a super negative effect on the lives of people with disabilities, including the social aspects of their lives. In a study done by Glenn White, Adrian Kane Andrews, R. Mark Matthews, and Stephen Fawcett, by increasing the ease of accessibility for people with disabilities, they found that there can be an increase in weekly outings and community visits. The Journal on Developmental Disabilities did another similar study on the housing for people with disabilities. The consensus was that the ideal housing model is one that is flexible, individualized, and sustainable, and open to the changing needs and desires of the individual. Looking at these two studies side by side shows one commonality, the need for accessibility. Perhaps HR 620 will not be as detrimental to the rights of disabled people as we assume, but in fact, since the Americans with Disability Act is already being disregarded and ignored, it's safe to assume that this bill will only allow people to keep doing so. Ultimately, the government is supposed to protect the rights of people with disabilities, but instead, with bills like H.R. 620, it's effectively handing them their own rights to protect. Unless the ADA is protected, people will not abide by it. Thank you for listening. Please stay safe and stay healthy.